The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Your radio target is locked, and you have reached Strike Point. Webmaster Radio stretches its microphones across the Atlantic to bring you Strike Point. Our expert and informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm presents Strike Point. <laughs> Welcome to StrikePoint. We are not live today, but we have a pre-recorded version of StrikePoint, and today it's November the 3rd, I think. And um, so we should have been live. We had a bit of problem with the studio, but I think we're ready to record at least. So um, welcome to StrikePoint. My name is Miguel Demip, and with me I have my co-host, uh, David Naylor. So are you with me, Dave? No. <laughs> no, you got technical problems. I'm not here. This is a recording from le- earlier. That, that's not technical. I'm, that's I'm... mentally. That's a different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've done like 18 minutes of the show already, realistically, and we've given away all the real good stuff, um, all the hints and tips, and so. Yeah. Hopefully, Unfortunately, they didn't record that, so so it was a really, really good show we made. <laughs> uh, knowing them, they will have recorded it. <laughs> so anyway, today on the agenda, we are going to talk about how to prepare the prepare the perfect presentation for a search engine seminar. Um, tomorrow, we are going to SMX London. as uh, a big show there, and both me and, and Dave are going there tomorrow, and on Wednesday, we have a bunch of sessions to attend. I think you're doing three sessions, right? And I'm doing a couple of sessions. We even do one session together on um, Web 2.0 sites and Search 2.0, whatever they call it. So um, Dave is still working on his presentations. So I promise him that <laughs> I promise him that we're going to help him uh, get that finished up um, by tonight. So maybe we should take a quick break and present the sponsors of the show, and then get back to the rest of it. Sit tight and don't move. Strike Point will be right back. Ooh, that won't do. Susan, you're still responsible for digital marketing programs, right? Right. So your team is responsible for email marketing, web analytics, PPC campaign optimization, and scheduling? Your point? Why are you so relaxed? My team deals with five different solutions, tech support teams, and just as many invoices, and it's making us mental. What is it? Aromatherapy? Acupuncture? Why are you so relaxed? You just have to simplify your tool set and unify your team. Lyris provides totally integrated email marketing, web analytics, PPC campaign management, and calendaring functionality. It's all in one spot that provides a holistic view of all your team's efforts. And you get all of this functionality for $299 a month. So with Lyris, one company can do it all. I feel like I can cancel that acupuncture appointment already. To see how Lyris can simplify your life, Visit Lyris.com or call 1-888-GO-LYRIS. Simplify, unify, and increase ROI with Lyris today. 
SEOSeek.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOSeek.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeek.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOSeek.com. Now back to Strike Point, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, here's your host. And we're back from the sponsors. <laughs> okay, you introduce. Um. Okay, so what are we doing first? I totally lost track. Are we? Are we going? Is Rand with us at the moment? Hey, Dave. Hey, Michael. Good to talk to you guys. So, okay, so me and Michael were arguing a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I don't know if all the like who ya has died down about your new tool at the moment. Um, I was supporting you, and Mikkel was dissing you. I think. Is no, that, that's that not fair? true. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait. In terms of whether you like the tool or not, or in terms of whether you was it something to do with the the way we crawl data? No, now we were well, talking about a lot of aspects of of the tool, and and one of them was uh, uh, crawling of data and all that the discussion that that came from that, and the other mm-hmm. was um, all the interesting stuff about um, the analysis you produce uh, with the tools. But I must say, you know, I, I was not the only one that was not supportive, Dave. I remember you saying that you didn't believe that Rand is actually crawling anything. Yeah, I oh. might have said. That. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I mean, I don't think about I, that. I, I, I'm not personally do it. Like I don't, you know, I don't have a bot named Rand going out and crawling the web. But there's definitely, you know, bots that are crawling from our directive. There's two guys, in fact, uh, about one was about two meters from me, and one's about three meters from me, and they wrote the the crawler and designed where it goes and you know how it reaches all the things it reaches and what to keep in the index and what to toss out, which links to follow and not, all that kind of stuff. So. See, uh, what, so, what not, it was for, so, so it's not just a guy crawling around the floor or anything like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yep, we just, uh, you know, basically I look for seeds and nuts on the ground, and if we find those, we count them as a link each. Sounds about right. <laughs> Two cool. bits of string. No, I mean, I think what my problem was, or not so much um, where I became the doubting Thomas, so to speak, uh-huh. was that it was when the whole palaver was like, why don't we have a, a user agent for this? Why don't we ban it? And I was like, well, to me, the data is not just coming from one source, yeah? And I can't confirm or deny in a Matt Cutts fashion whether Rand has got a spider or not because I can't see it. And I said, but my guess is, is that it's, you know what I mean, it's most probably acting more like a scraper than a spider um, and basically coming from many IP addresses. Well, so actually, um, all of the, uh, the, the sources that we listed are the ones that we'll use. So, for example, you know, let's say that um, you know, a big source for us might be the first one that's listed, which is the, the .NET.org guys, right? And so that spider obeys robots.txt, and it crawls from a certain set of IP addresses. Same is true of PageStore or Exalete or some of our other sources, and you can, you can literally see those. But then let's say you know, there's a great website like theeconomist.com. 
and they block all bots except for four. They, they keep Yahoo, Microsoft, Google, and Alexa. So we go to the Wayback Machine uh, or Alexa's web crawl, and we pay, you know, whatever it is, $2 to download the 15,000 pages or, or 150,000 pages that Alexa has in their web crawl for economist.com, and we integrate that with our data because we say, hey, The Economist is a really important website. We don't want to leave them out of our data. You know, let's go grab that from one of these other sources that will provide it. Right? And we might do that for other, other places where you know, our main sources are getting blocked or, or that kind of thing. But if you, wanted, you know, if you wanted to say, hey, here's all the robots, right? here's all the user agents of all the sources that they have, I can block any of them or all of them, that kind of thing. That also, that also kind of explains why um, some of the issues that was brought up on, um, on, on, on the public forums after, um, after you released the tool was um, that, that some people uh, said that the coverage of your data in, uh, in at least some, some portions of Europe uh, didn't seem to be very uh, sufficient. So, so Absolutely. Kind of I think that in um, particularly, well, we, we found fairly good coverage in Germany, but some areas of Europe... Um, particularly in, in Russia and in Asia um, and the Mideast and Africa, we don't have great coverage. So we started our crawl um, from seed sources that are primarily U.S., U.K., Canada, um, and, and Australia and New Zealand, so Commonwealth countries plus the U.S. And for just that a, reason, little... when, once you, you know, crawl out from there, even if you get to, you know, we, we probably have, we think we've got an estimate of between a third and a fifth the size of maybe Google or Yahoo. But when you start from those data sources, the, the stuff that's further out are particularly those, that foreign language stuff. So, for example, you know, when we compare our data on small websites here in the U.S. to Yahoo, Site Explorer or something, we might see, oh, my gosh, sometimes we actually even have more links than Yahoo, which you know, is just crazy. But when we look at you know, sort of a, a, a smaller, mid-sized site that's based in Hong Kong or uh, Japan or you know, Thailand or something, we're going to have far, far fewer links and far less data because we haven't crawled those portions of the web that are well connected to those areas. Yeah, and, and my thinking was also if you do some manual work, as it is a team to me, like you were describing with uh, um, the Economist as a website, that you manually decide, even though we cannot grab data from that in our normal way, we can grab it some other way, and we do want yeah. to have them included. The same kind of reasoning you need to do on a local level throughout the world to be. I totally, I totally agree. A, and we've got, yeah. we have an index update coming. Um, I believe it's supposed to be Thursday or Friday of this week. Um, that should almost double the index size and probably provide a lot more coverage for Europe. But I think that it's going to be a good three, maybe even six months before we feel like we're, you know, as solid as something like you know Yahoo or Live or, or Google. We probably won't ever be that big, but we'll hopefully be closer to, you know, 80, 90 percent their size instead of, you know, 40 or 50 percent their size. But yeah, yes, I, mean, I definitely I, agree. And I think that it's really important that we, you know, we reach um, all around the world uh, just because it, it's a great, you know, it's a great tool to have. And it's, it's great to be able to compare accurately from all sorts of different regions as opposed to having just another U.S. centric tool or another English language centric tool. And, and yeah, another, I mean, another good reason for, for Sorry. Another good reason no. for doing it <laughs> is that that um, uh, I, I was working um, about ten years ago on um, on on, Scan on a Scandinavian search engine, and um, and the idea back then was that um, we were only going to create a Scandinavian index, so we were really only crawling the portion of the web that was relevant to the to the Scandinavians. But but what we found is uh, over time, more and more, that 
there wasn't a way to only crawl the Scandinavian part of the of the of the web graph and, and get a sufficient amount of data to Oh, I totally use, agree. I, I totally mean, you agree. need you need to know the entire world in order to, to It is so it is so well connected. It's it's bizarre actually. I mean, the number of links that we see between, you know, German sites and English sites, between yeah. um, Finnish sites and French sites is just remarkable. Exactly. And so yeah, I, exactly. I completely agree that if you want to have a full view of the World Wide Web, you really have to crawl, you know, the whole thing. And I, um, yes. one of the things that we really like that we saw in a competitive product, actually, uh, are you guys, you guys are familiar with Syntrix, which is kind of, yeah. has a link graph. I think, it's, I think it's a smaller link graph, but I think it might be more European or more international focused. Um, and there, uh, you know, one of the things that they do is they, along with every link that they've got, every domain that they've got, they, you know, they have the little flag symbol showing you know, what IP address they found it on and the uh, top-level domain and all that kind of stuff. So they do some sort of auto-geotagging to say, hey, this is a Swedish site or this is a Danish site or this is you know, a French site. And I think that's one of the features we'd like to include as well, so you can sort of see that specifically. Well, I yeah. can give you the code for that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, just shoot it over. <laughs> I mean, because obviously, I must have got a little bit of a head start with you on the data, because obviously we've been spidering backlink data for about two years now. Um, so we've never released it publicly, of course, um, due to the fact of, I don't know, just never did. Um, well, you've got better things to do with it, I'm sure. <laughs> well, that's it. I mean, it's like, it's like, I mean, Zippy was there to, that was what Zippy was job was for a little while um, and that was the search engines letting me spy search engines triggering the spider um, which was kind of cool because obviously all I want to know is find a website and then that's a starting point and then obviously because we were an ISP it meant that we could take all the zone files and spider every one of those and, and build a data set from that um, yeah. But again, we were very centric towards the English-speaking language, and, and it wasn't until we got into deeper with like the Russian stuff you realised that hang on a minute, this it, it, to me all of a sudden I realised that my metric was that I really t needed to know what Google was seeing if I wanted to to emulate it in Google because it's no good having all the links from Russia if Google's discounted Russian. If, as a, a wild example, um, not that I'm yeah. saying that Google has discounted Russia, uh, but it, you know what I mean. If if, the, if, if, we, if you can get inside China and index China, and Google keeps getting blocked from indexing a lot of that stuff, then all of a sudden you go, well, is a link in China really? You know what I mean? It, it, is it important? You know what I mean? Because you, I suppose you can't yeah. measure the metrics of um, is it sending traffic or not. No, we don't. I mean, we don't see that, right? We don't. Yeah. Uh, we don't buy any ISP data right now to kind of backfill or or that kind of thing. I mean, eventually, um, that might be something that makes its way into the product through a partnership with someone like Compete.com or something like that. Yeah. But I think that um, for right now, you know, our our focus is on trying to get get those links as close as possible. One, you know, one of we use a lot of different metrics to try and figure out are we doing a good job. So. One of the things that we like doing is, you know, sort of comparing our data set against the major engines and um, you know, co comparing stuff that's ranking. And if we look and see, well, you know, when, when are there outliers? I mean, when is there something where we have, you know, a Moz rank 8 or a Moz rank 9 for something and Google is not even putting it in their index or they're giving it a, you know, they're putting the toolbar page rank down to 2 or 3. Um, and I think there are a lot of interesting examples. I mean, we had a list of 
you know, some thousands where we saw significant, you know, significantly off from sort of what we expected to find in, in Google's data. And so I think those are all good ways that we can um, reverse that, figure out what's causing it, um, and try and be more like the engines. Because that's, that's our big goal is, right, to be, to be emulative of what the major engines are doing. I don't think we want to be our own, you know, independent search engine that does things our own way. Or we're trying to be intelligence for SEOs. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's the, the issue, isn't it? If you become the situation where it's this is every link that's out there, it, it almost be, becomes too cloudy. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, you want to know the links yeah. that are out there that are, are benefiting in Yahoo, the links that are out there that are benefiting in Google. You know what I mean? So it's almost it's what what we did was that we built our own index of backlinks and said, is this page in Google? Does it have any page rank? Give it a plus for Google. Is it in Yahoo? Give it a plus for Yahoo. Is it in Ask? Give it a plus for Ask. Is it in mm-hmm. whatever? You know, build, 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 build. Um, and that's where and yeah, through the API or the, R- I mean, Google's now got their RSS. So we could do something like yeah. that, right, where we, where we plug something in and say, hey, let's, you know, let's triple check against here. I mean, the problem, of course, is when you're talking about many, many billions of URLs, that's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of data to be sending and receiving back. And so it could get fairly challenging. But I think if we started at the top and sort of said, all right, let's look at those links and pages where we see, you know, high, we're calculating high metrics for them, you know, big Moz rank, that kind of stuff. And if we can discount those ones and sort of, you know, try and figure out some of the, the spam and um, uh, disinclusion algorithms, then we can do a much better job of more closely approximating the, the scoring from the engines. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's it was like I think the uh, one of other uh, Mickle's gripes was was it Mickle was how the the launch took place was it? Yeah, we we were talking about last time uh, we were reviewing <laughs> oh, at the conference the the, the 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 initial comment that came uh, came no. out. Were you were you surprised by 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 the kind of reaction you got when when you launched? And, I mean, it was kind of a divided uh, uh, response as I saw it. I mean, on one side, there was a lot of people excited, uh, excited about the tool, uh, as well as I was. Um, and, but on the other hand, there was also a lot of critics, uh, especially on the crawling, of course. And, and yeah, well, and I think I mean it was I think it was good for us, and it was what we expected because we said, hey, we're not going to have completely full disclosure on how we're doing the crawl, and so we recognize there's going to be some, you know, some people who are upset at that. Um, I wasn't surprised by the by the number. I think there was uh, probably three or four, you know, unique blog posts, and then all of those kind of got copied onto Spin. Um, and probably, you know, a, a few dozen sort of very active critics, um, although many of them were great, you know, got in touch via email, and we actually got to talk through with them and, and come to solutions. One of the early people who criticized it was Dan Thies, who actually was the one who came up with the idea for the meta, no, meta SEO models, uh tag to keep stuff out of the index. Um, or to keep it from showing in the list. So, you know, we were glad to be able to do that. I think that and uh, one exactly of the things that surprised me was uh, the week that it launched, or those first two weeks, um, there wasn't a whole lot of criticism. And then it was kind of that third week where everyone started getting really upset about the crawling. Um, and so that was interesting that it was sort of a delayed reaction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. It, I mean, that, I think that was the thing that kind of like not confused me more than anything. Was I think the there was from my point of view there was certainly two different sides of it. One was um, 
that if you're a spider in a search engine, we should be able to block you, which is, to be honest, maybe that was more down to the wording that you're using, because to me, I mean, that's like total bullshit, you know what I mean? It's like, we're offering a competitive analysis service, yeah, and we're not going to let you block us, due to the fact is that people are paying to get the data, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> that's the way that I look Yeah, I mean, we, you kind of have to serve the customers, right? And so, I mean, yeah. there are, you can block us, right? You can keep us out, or you can use that meta no index tag if you want to, you know, deal list all the sources, that kind of thing. But we just, we're very aggressive about the data grabbing. So if you block some of our sources, and some people did, right? I mean, people who in our initial web crawl who had never heard of Linkscape, didn't know what we were, blocked us. And so we'd go and get that data from something like Alexa or the Wayback Machine or whatever, or Axelite or somebody. So, and I think that's what people were upset about, basically, that it's, it's challenging to keep your data out before the meta tag. And now with the meta tag, they're upset that well, now if I put meta t- the, the meta SEO mods tag, then Google will see that and think that I'm a spammer because I don't want to be in Linkscape. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, that might be. Meta, isn't the meta tag to stop you showing the outbound That's links right. or stop you showing? Yeah, so realistically, so you're not, we'd you're still not be showing who's linking to you. We just wouldn't show who you're linking to. Yeah. You know, or we wouldn't show you in a list of, of people. So the same way the engines do it, right? They'll still show people who link to Meta No Index pages. They just won't show that page in a list of results. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's, that's, you that's, know, that's, sound, we could talk about the election. I don't know if you guys are as excited <laughs> as I am since you don't live here, but. We yeah we were talking about it earlier and like if Obama gets in that's like he's kind of like mine and Mickle's age so that'd be like me or Mickle running the country, um, you know yeah I mean? you know and he then, does seem a remarkable amount like Mickle right yeah he wears the, and then, then no. if like <laughs> then if McCain gets in yeah I think <laughs> might, it would be nice right it would be I mean it would be nice to have um, sort of a, uh, a, a a change but I think I, I, you know at least. Before this campaign started, I also liked McCain a great deal, um, and I thought he was, a, he was a very solid guy. I think during the campaign, there's been a lot of tr- problems, but um, certainly, you know, four years ago, eight years ago, I really liked him a lot. Uh, my, my only problem but, is... But you were only a kid back then, Brent. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's Say again? <laughs> Before Van goes, is that my only problem with the election at the moment, yeah, is that it's not Obama McCain in the UK, it's Obama Palin. Oh, you know, it's that way in the US a lot too, actually. I mean, a surprising, yeah. she is definitely the more, she's the one that that, that um, you know, the, the, the right wing portion of the electorate is much more fired up about. I mean, they were never big McCain fans to begin with. Um, and I think to a lot of those people, it was very frustrating that he won the Republican nomination when they were cheering for people like, you know, Mike Huckabee and, and this kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, Palin has really become sort of the, the symbol of, um, of, of, you know, what they'd like to see represented in the White House. And so that's, think, that's man, not just in the U.K., Seriously, she seems more to, to me like a symbol of evil, but that's just me. <laughs> no, 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 she reminds me totally of like an ex-girlfriend that I used to have when I was at university. <laughs> that I came home and she cut all my clothes up, and I'm like, "Dude, why do you do that?" And it's like because one of your friends said you were cheating on me, and I'm like, "And do you think that you may have been lying?" <laughs> oh yeah, I never thought of that. And it's like, no, it's like she's a crazy, crazy, crazy woman. Um, I, I, I would, I would move to China or Russia if she got in. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll find out tomorrow, right? We don't have to wait long. 
Yeah, this is and true. hey, I okay. really, I really appreciate you guys having me on, yeah. and I apologize that I have to run. Um, it was good. No, and we should do this again right. sometime because it was really fun. Yeah, and yeah, thank no, you very much yeah, for joining seriously. us. Yeah, and people okay. listen. If you get the download, sign up to Rand's premium membership, and you better use the tool that we've been <laughs> talking about. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right, take care, guys. We will. Okay, take Bye-bye. care, dude. Bye. Bye-bye. I think uh, this is going to leave with us with a small break for the commercials. So if you stay with us, uh, we're going to be back in a second. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be right back. Ooh, that won't do. Okay, so you're telling me that if I put the Go Currency Converter on my site, all my international customers can see how much they're paying in their own currency? Yeah, GoCurrency.com has free currency converters, language translations, international clocks, everything you need to do international business. So how does it work? Conversion elves. Conversion elves? Yeah, watch. Want to know what this will cost in euros? Check this out. Listen up, elves. We got one. $34 US. I need that in euros. Now, people. We got it! Put it up there, elves! Wow, currency elves. Who knew? GoCurrency.com. Free currency converters, language translations, and more. GoCurrency.com. Looking for a new way to build backlinks and traffic back to your website? Then look no further than the quickest and easiest way to blast your article to thousands of subscribers at the click of a mouse. Introducing ArticleSender.com, the world's premier article distribution service. With ArticleSender.com, you can submit your prize-winning piece to thousands of promising publishers and article directories craving for fresh content. ArticleSender.com also provides pre premium services so that your article is SEO SEO ready. Plus, we provide express editorial review for rush delivery of your submissions within 24 to 48 hours. Article distribution at its easiest. One form, one click, thousands of results. Get your free account today at articlesender.com. That's article, S-E-N-D-E-R.com. Now back to Strike Point, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, here's your host. And we're back. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like this. This is a lot easier, isn't it? It takes out all the, the, like, the hard stuff. This is awesome. <laughs> it's so much so, easier recording the show on tape. Yeah, so, so here's the big thing. We're both at SMX tomorrow. Okay, yeah. um, and it's to me. I'm always been one for. I want to make sure that when people come and hear me speak, yeah, that they leave away with a solid piece of advice. How far do you go? How you know what I mean? Where do you draw the line? You know what I mean? It's like, do you kind of like give them the golden nuggets? You know what I mean? Or do you give them the stuff that you think is most probably on Google's radar now, and is going to get killed off in the next few months anyway? I think it depends a lot on what kind of session you're talking about. What what kind of session are you specifically talking about for this uh, presentation? Um, well, in, so here's the problem: industrial SEO, yeah, um, doing SEO for very large sites. Now we build specific spiders, yeah, um, and we'll spider the website and we'll get we'll collect data and do competitive analysis on it. But this is not open to the public. Yeah. No, so, it's, it's 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 not open to the public in the sense that they can just go and plug and play it, but it's open, the idea of of the way that you manage a project like that and the kind of task that you take on in that work, that is a, a concept that 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 at least the more skilled 
uh, people in the audience will be able to to benefit from. They may not be able to go all the way that you're doing it, but they may be able to pick uh, certain aspects of of that strategy. So I do think it's valuable for 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 people in a session like that to hear about the way that you're you're managing projects like that, even okay. though they may not be able to do it perfectly themselves. That that's that that makes me feel a little bit better then. I think I <laughs> so think. I, it, I, I, you know, I I just hate that feeling of the what you're doing is is it, it's it's almost one of the look at what you could have won. If that but, makes but what I found is that you can actually what the the because it's always a problem when you do sessions that that uh, you don't know if you're going to to be too advanced for for anybody to understand it or you're going too easy for anybody to enjoy it. And and what I actually found is that you can actually go a lot more advanced than what you think. If you just if you just think a lot about of how you explain it, so that everybody at least can understand the concept of what you're doing, then you know if everybody can understand the concept of what you're doing, then maybe only half of them understand how to actually do it, or maybe less. But yeah. but as long as everybody kind of understand the concept of what they're doing, at least what they bring home is wow, this dude is is bringing on a completely new uh, 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 scope to, to, to analyzing big websites. This is interesting. Maybe I can you know pick some of those ideas and bring it back home. Um, the important thing is they grab the concept. Um, yeah, I suppose. Because, uh, yeah, okay. So I, I think I'm, I'm cool with that one. Um, what about things like, okay, so how do you, like buying sites for SEO as an example. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now this has got to come with a public health warning, doesn't it? A lot of techniques outside the Google School Book comes with a, a, a warning. Uh, I mean, it, 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 I mean, it's very little. And, and, and I've been talking about this in, in, in last time in Stockholm. We had a, a spam session, and I was talking about how in real life businesses take risk all the time. I mean, we take calculated risk. Isn't that what business is about? Isn't that you know what 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 any kind of venture is about? You take a calculated risk, and 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 a, and a lot of SEO work is about taking some degree of calculated risk, calculated risk, and and you can be very risky or you can be less risky, but 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 staying completely within the lines of of the Google Yahoo uh, uh, guidelines is is is. Unrealistic for unrealistic for, for for most people. I mean, you can't buy a link, you can't sell a link, you can't do basically do anything. You have to stay completely within those lines. So yeah. most people are playing around in some kind of grays, light grays, dark grays, or whatever area. And and all those these techniques do uh, uh, need some kind of warning. So I don't think that's particular just for that. And 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 honestly, I I don't think buying up sites for SEO might be the most uh, risky thing you can do. Ooh, <laughs> it depends how many sites you buy, I guess. Yeah, and how you manage it, of course. But but I mean, it. it I can just think of other things that that that, that might. Uh, I mean, I just see people do so many stupid things. Um. I mean, like when they, when they, I mean, when, I mean, even from, we were just discussing it the other day with, with some local people here, you know, that, you know, announce on their website, buy links on our website to get better Google page rank. Those kind of, you know, if you put those kind of announcements on your site, it's like flagging yourself so badly that, that, um, 
those kind of things, you know, people make a lot of stupid things uh, on their site, and compared to that, buying up a few uh, uh, websites for SEO might not be that uh, that dangerous. But then again, of course, if you go out and and buy tons of sites, which I guess you do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's I mean, I'm actually own around about three thousand websites now, and I'm like, I'm looking at it and thinking, well. You know, it's what do you do with them all? I mean, most of mine are just sat on holding pages. You know what I mean? It's like I become almost addicted to just buying them for the sake of buying them. You know what I mean? The domain names sound cool. This sounded good. This was, you know what I mean? It's like it's just more and more and more and more of it that you go, hang on, this is getting like stupid. It's like just. But now, but, but now that we're getting back to to the to the non-technical issues, this is a mental issue, and you need to work with that, Dave. But. <laughs> 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 it's, yeah, not a it's, it's, issue. Like, it's not a technical issue. It's a, it's a it's a mental issue. You know, you gotta get, yeah. get rid of that addiction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I I think I became a collector of domains, um, which was more uh, like you say, more of a an issue than a, you know. I mean, I've never used them for. Mind you, I say that I've reused quite a few for setting up blogs and stuff like that. Um, so that's quite, you know, I mean, they're being. But quite I know the, good. I know the feeling. I'm, 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 I'm not as bad a domain collector as you are, but I do, I do every week buy domains that I think is just kind of cool, or interesting, or got some ring to it, and and I must say, a lot of them I end up not using. But then again, it's only like what is it, like seven dollars a year or something, and with the dollar rate yeah. we have now, it, yeah, who gives? <laughs> who cares? So, so yeah. Look, it, it was like, I mean, things like zippy.co.uk, that was an expired domain that I bought, uh, you know what I mean? And uh, Tech Lounge and Moop and Hoodoo, all this, you know, Extracted, all these sites that we've pushed out there have all been on expired domains. Um, some of them had backlinks, some of them didn't, you know what I mean? But as far as I was concerned, uh, if, they, if they lost the SEO value in the, the short term, then that's fine, you know what I mean? Because it was like, it, it, it was never, you know what I mean? It was, when I bought them, I bought them as a, a single word that was good for the domain. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, obviously, I, I've, I've trashed a few in my time as well, like uh, a nan and stuff like that, we trashed quite well. Um, but no, it is, it's, uh, it's, 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 when, it's when you know that the advice that people want you to give, yeah, has to come with a, a public health warning, so to speak, that that's what always worries me. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's, it's I mean, it, 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 you can always prephrase anything that you think is borderline um, and, and just basically saying, well, this you should not do unless you know what you're doing, and if you know what you're doing, you know you're taking a risk. So let's move on. I mean, to me, the, 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 the risk issue is not that important unless the session is about spam and, and what kind of risk you can take and what kind of risk you shouldn't take and stuff. But if, if it's any other session, um, I mean, I, I don't think you need to, to overemphasize the risk because basically there's a risk in anything you do. So it's if you, if you, if you cannot deal with any kind of risk and you want to live a totally safe life, then um, get, a, get a job as a public servant or something. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's when you're risking stuff for clients. I think that's you yeah, know, that, of course. And that's what, yeah. I mean, that's one of the things that I'm trying to put over in the presentations on Wednesday. You know what I mean? The the 
the this whole social media side of things, the way that it's become more like the wild, wild west. Hey, I'm Web 2.0. I can do anything. You know what I mean? Stick this widget on your website and give me backlinks. I'm going to do some WordPress themes and, and put links in the bottom of them. And they're all good until someone at Google says, oh, this is going way out of hand. Yeah? And then everyone gets penalized. And you're like, well, was that good advice at the time? Or was it just not, you know what I mean? Was it more of the... You know, I mean, short-term games and not thinking of the long-term risks, and, and that's. But I mean, I, I, I mean, when, when I'm working with clients, I, I, I and also for my own websites, uh, I don't want to take on any more risk than I really have to, to um, to get to the goal that I'm after, you know. And and if I can get to the goal, and and you know, sometimes working with local websites in Denmark, you can actually, and and I'm just contradicting myself from from a few minutes ago now. But I mean, sometimes for local websites, you can actually um, optimize them without doing anything uh, grayish or at least dark grayish. You can stay on the light side of it uh, and still rank and still get your your, your goals. Uh, and 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 so I don't like to take any more risk than I have to. And and that's what I also advise with clients. But sometimes you're just in a situation like sometimes with very complex websites, you need to make decisions about certain things in infrastructure or whatever. That may not be perfectly how the engines want it. Maybe you want to sneak in. If, if maybe you have an infrastructure where a lot of the pages on your site, which is something I see a lot on, on large websites these days, maybe you have an architecture where a lot of the of a lot of the pages could potentially be labeled as search result pages, and therefore should be blocked. And so, if we're not blocking them. We are really violating the, the 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 technical guidelines, but then again, maybe we can shape them up a little bit and and make them them appear a little less like search pages and and maybe get away with it and and you know, things like that. You know, those kind of discussions I think I often have with 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 clients, but in those discussions, they always understand the the risk of 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 going a little outside the 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 the, the, the guidelines. Do you think they really do know the risk though? You know what I mean? It's like, no matter how hard I try to tell people, this is the risk, this is the risk, the, uh, nine times out of ten, what they hear is, la, 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 you will make loads of money, la, 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 you will make loads of money, la, 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 you will lose loads of money if you get banned, la, 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 you're still going to make loads of money. Uh, and it's that whole la, la, la bits that they never seem, you know, they always say, you never told me this, and then you fire like, three emails back to him and say, look, these are the emails that we sent nine months ago saying, if you do this, this, and this, we need to know because this will negate this and this and this. And they just, oh, well, I how am I supposed to remember everything that was said nine months ago? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, it's yeah, but I, I, I do I do understand what you're saying, and, 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 and I do think they actually do listen. But I also uh, realize exactly as you do that sometimes they don't uh, accept <laughs> what you're saying. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. they think like, well, uh, we can outsmart Google, or, uh, or or maybe they think, well, so many websites are doing this, so why should it be a problem? Like, <laughs> like I've seen it now two times in, in within two years. I've seen it two times happening in Denmark, where a very large uh, provider of um, an e-commerce system, a hosted e-commerce system, uh, were allowing their customers to set up their sites. In a way that it that it appeared like a, a, a whole island of crappy doorway pages, basically. So I told them and said, "This is not 
the most secure way for you to help your clients. You know, and they have thousands of shops like this. And then they're all, all like, oh, but that's not a problem. Just look at our portfolio. We have thousands of sites and they're all perfectly indexed in Google. I'm saying, yeah, you know, but at some point this will hit you. And then like, no, 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 nothing's going to happen. And then like for both of the, the two cases I've seen in, 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 the, in the past uh, one and a half year, uh, thousands of, of their clients suddenly got wiped out of Google. And, yeah. and, 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 you know, and for nothing, because what they did was really just, you know, to be honest, uh, and I, I don't hate those guys or anything, it was a crappy job. You know, they didn't do a perfect job for their customers. They, they, they chose a crappy cheap way of doing something, solving some issues. Uh, basically, they had some issue with, with getting the shop crawl. So instead of solving that issue, they throw up some crappy doorway pages and, 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 and make a tool for, for the customers to do that instead of fixing their shop. Um, and those kind of solutions, I think that's not the best way to serve your clients. Uh, yeah, but it's, yeah. no, I mean, I, I mean, that's just bad advice. You know what I mean? It's, it, um, and I think that, well, that I would say it, it's more like bad decision making because they got the advice. They didn't know. You know, people who do understand search told them about this, and still they said, "Well, we don't need to be concerned with that." <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> and that's kind of you know that. Yeah, go on. No, I was going to say, to me, I mean, I've got a situation at the moment where I've got a, a site that we've taken on from a very large agency in the UK. Um, and basically, they've used a, well, they've used a WordPress theme, yeah, a sponsored WordPress theme. This happened maybe 18 months ago, yeah. And when you look at it and you think, well, that's impossible for me to fix. You know what I mean? The only thing I can do is... You know what I mean? Is manually go through and see if I can get these, re you know what I mean, released. Um, either that or go to Google and say, look, this is a mistake that an old SEO company did. Can you just like dump all of these without penalizing the website? And it's like, and you look and you think, why would you, why would you ever actively go out and gain links in a manner, yeah, that you can't really control as an SEO? You know what I mean? It's like I, I want to make sure that if I'm getting links for a client, and I don't mean buying them, yeah? I mean even if it's like communicating with the BBC or ITV or the Daily Telegraph or, you know what I mean, with um, other websites of similar nature where we're doing a trade for either content or or whatever it is, yeah? I want to have the, the – I've negotiated with the owner of the website, not just allowed someone just to go, yeah, fine, let's PPC free WordPress template. Let's have that WordPress template out on 60,000 websites, you know what I mean, with the anchor text, I don't know, cheap routers or – I mean, that's made up, by the way. So if anyone is ranking for cheap routers on the back of a theme, it has nothing to do with this conversation and I do apologize. I was just looking at my <laughs> – just I was just looking at my Netgear router thinking that was so expensive that uh, and it wasn't cheap at all. Um, but you know what I mean? It's, you don't have any control over that. You know what I mean? And like I said, I said the, the, the theme that these guys did, yeah, was very kind of like fluffy. Um, and we've seen it on porn websites. Oh, and I'm like, oh, oh. I'm like, you know, and they said, well... They say, well, surely you can you can basically send a solicitor's letter. And I'm like, why? You gave this away for free. 
You said anyone could use it. You even spent money on promoting the fact that anybody could use it. And now you're upset that some people have used it and you don't like the content that's on there. You don't like the fact that there's two gay guys talking about the the party scene in Brighton. <laughs> you don't need to go down that road. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it is. I mean, there's these two gay guys that are talking about like where they buy like their drugs from and all this sort of stuff. And it's it's their personal blog. And there's a link to you know something nothing to do with that industry yep. in the footer. Yep. Now, luckily so, enough, so I now we uh, kill now we kill the whole idea of free uh, templates. <laughs> I mean, I, I killed the whole idea of free templates forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like it's it's to, it's to me it's it's too high risk. Uh, you just don't yeah. you just don't know what um, where that template's going to end up. It's out. It, it's a non-controlled fashion, um, and some people will say, "Hey, it's more natural." Well. I don't know. I I think that having I've seen people's blogs get bowled out of Google just because of the sheer force of weight of gaining so many backlinks from blogs straight off the bat. Um, yeah. But you've got to be able to control that. You know what I mean? It's like it's like the the, the quizzes and the, how um, you know what I mean. If you were locked in a cellar with twenty four zombies, how long would you last? It's like what. You know what I mean? What, what what the hell has that got to do with free online dating? Or what the hell's that got to do with bloody divan beds and shit like this? It's like, it's it's totally off topic. If Google get its LSI into gear, you know what I mean? And get get away, I mean, Google's going to move away from links. We all know that. We can all see it, yeah? Um, and it's going to be much more themed and on topic and authoritative. Um, and it's like... You're making the job for the SEO so much harder with these quick little fixes. You know what I mean? You, you, you're yeah. acting like spammers, and it's like it it it, it does my nutting, um, big style. Anyway, I'll be t- saying more about this on Wednesday. <laughs> yep, and I think we're running out of time. Um, yeah, we don't really have a clock on today because we are recording to tape and. Then it's up to our engineer to splice it all together to a useful show. So yeah. he's going to have a lot of work today. <laughs> and seeing this one's not going out live, you better make me sound smart. I mean it. Yeah. <laughs> Can you put the smart filter on me as well? <laughs> I'd like that. <laughs> anyway, we're okay. um, having you here. And um, I'll see you tomorrow in London. And uh, next yeah. week, I hope we're going to be live. I'm sure we so will be. Have a great week and see you all next week. Okay, see you later, guys. Bye.